What's going on guys? Welcome on back to Second and Short and this week's edition of Fantasy Fridays. We're going to be discussing week 13 studs, duds, and sleepers. I am Tyler Lauder joined with my co-host Aaron Ben. Aaron, how you feeling man? Fantasy playoffs are right around the corner. They may be for some of us, but for others we've had a bit worse luck with the players missing time and bad wavered pickups and everything but the question is how have you been feeling how's that virus treating you i'm good man i'm good i'm pretty much over the virus i am i'm good to be i'm a free man i can move into the world now so it's going to be exciting what you know to see how the world's changed in the past 10 days let's move on to our fantasy content here and let's talk about some studs and our studs this week you know are guys that have had well at least one guy that's had a little bit of a roller coaster season, but I think he's fully entrenched to dominate for your week 13 matchup and he's gonna propel you throughout the playoffs. And that is running back David Montgomery for the Chicago Bears. Uh, they'll be hosting the Detroit Lions. Talk about David Montgomery. Yeah, this seems like kind of a match made in heaven because David Montgomery just had the best game of the season last week against the Packers. He only had 11 carries, but he had 103 yards, five catches, 40 yards, and a touchdown. Got him around 25 points. So it looked that was, and that was also his first 100-yard game of the season. So going up against a, a very bad Detroit Lions defense, it looks like this should be a great chance for him to build upon that success. Yeah, the Detroit Lions are actually allowing opposing team running backs in fantasy to score about 11 points more than than the average. Uh, they are the worst team here. And on top of that, they have allowed 14 rushing touchdowns in 12 games, which is huge for David Montgomery. So I, I just like to think, Mitch Trubisky is not reliable. I mean, if you're not Allen Robinson, I don't trust you to get targets, except for I, I you know, then that, that leads me here to trust David Montgomery. Now, they got down in that game against Green Bay last week really early, which I feel like led to not getting a lot of touches on the ground. But this game will be completely different. I think the Bears will be leading, and he's going to run the ball throughout the game. Now, let's talk about our next stud. Our next stud is wide receiver Robert Woods. Robert Woods has been fantastic this year. Uh, if you picked him up round five, round six, good on you. I guarantee he's been starting every week. Uh, why is Robert Woods a stud this week? Yeah, Robert Woods is looking really good lately uh the the main number that's jumping out to me is his targets uh the last two games he's had 27 targets total uh, he went for just went for 80 yards last week against san francisco but against the buccaneers two weeks ago it had 130 yards had a touchdown uh, i'm really i'm really liking what he's been doing they're also trying to get him involved in the rush game a bit they usually get him a couple touches per game uh, rushing the ball uh Going against a Cardinals defense who's been kind of a wibble wiggle wobbly lately, uh, I think you're going to look for Jeff Goff to kind of bounce back a little bit in this division game and try to get the ball to, to Robert Woods a lot more than, than uh, you would expect. Yeah, Arizona's 23rd when it comes to rankings against the opposing wide receivers. They've allowed 13 receiving touchdowns. And I, I do agree that Jared Goff is going to look his way. This is one of those situations where I could have put Cooper Cup. I could have put Robert Woods. It really didn't matter. I feel like they're both going to feed. The main difference here is I feel like Robert Woods is more likely to get a touchdown. And I think that just separates him from any other receiver there. Now let's talk about some duds. 
we're going to talk about quarterback Matt Ryan and why we think he's a dud this week. Now, it's it's a very tricky week because I saw I, I've seen Matt Ryan play against a divisional opponent, have a bad game, show up again against them later in the season and have a really good game. But if we're going to play the odds, we're going to play how well he did before, his streak, what he's doing, Matt Ryan's not startable this week against the Saints. Oh, not at all, Tyler. And the Saints have one of the best defenses in the league. They are sixth best against the opposing quarterbacks. Check this out. The last four games, they've not allowed multiple touch passing touchdowns to, to opposing quarterbacks. Um, they have nine interceptions through those last four games. And I know one game was, was against uh, uh, Kendall Hinton, so you kind of write that one off. But a very, very formidable Saints defense. I'm staying away from Matt Ryan at all costs. On top of that, we don't know Julio's health. He might not be 100%. We don't know Todd Gurley if he's going to be 100% back as of time of recording this. So it's just too risky right there. Games without Julio, Matt Ryan does not play that well. It has been covered throughout his entire career. When he has Julio, he plays great. Last time against the Saints, he went 19 for 37, just over 51% completion percentage, 232. Good for 5.2 fantasy points due to those two interceptions. Stay away from Matt Ryan. Go somewhere else. I think you have better options. And let's, let's keep moving here. This next dud is more than one player because I didn't really know who to pick. We don't know what's going to happen with these guys, but Pittsburgh Steelers running backs, they're going up against the Washington football team. And I feel like everybody dogs on the NFC East, but Washington has a really good defense. Yes, yeah, we talked about it, I think, on our Monday Movers episode. Their front seven is scary. I mean, they have loaded up their defensive line with, with some really good players, and they're holding their own against the run pretty well. James Conner, he's been decent. He's not been, like, super explosive. Super, like, he hasn't been getting a lot of points, and no, our friend Bennett's always kind of pissed off at him every week. Uh, he hasn't broken 100 yards in I don't know how many games. Last time they got a touchdown, their first game against the Ravens a few weeks ago. And so I'm just not feeling the Steelers running backs. Neither Benny Snell or, or McFarland have really shown any reason to kind of to kind of change my mind about that. So I'm trying to, I'm probably gonna be looking for someone else to start at running back for me. Yeah, if if James Conner had COVID week twelve, not activated, game gets pushed back to Monday, so he might be activated. We don't know there. But even if Benny Snell is, is good to go, in PPR formats, Benny Snell was flexible only because he got three catches for 33 yards, but he still only racked up 60 yards rushing. Against the Baltimore team, this, this is the thing. If you were watching that, that classic Wednesday night football that we always get. Classic Wednesday afternoon, Tyler. Yeah, the, the Baltimore Ravens did not look good at all. They, so the Steelers had the ball for such a long time, and Benny Snell still couldn't do anything with it. And I was sitting here going, man, everybody wanted James Conner replaced, and here we are. Benny Snell has an opportunity, and he's not taking advantage of it. I just think it's too risky unless one of them gets a touchdown. Stay away from Pittsburgh Steelers running backs. Doom, 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 doom. Now, let's talk about some sleepers. And we got two guys here that I think could do wonders for your team. They easily could both get over 12 to 13 fantasy points, be flexed in your lineup, and potentially get you into the playoffs or help you hurt somebody else's chances of getting to the playoffs. Let's start with the roller coaster, droppable, you know, guy, 
Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, Nelson Aguilar, I mean, this guy's an anomaly. You'll have weeks where he, it seems like his hands are just wrapped in duct tape. Uh, and then other weeks where he just trades in those duct tape hands for some brick-laid hands and can't catch anything. Um, but going up against, you know who he's going up against, the New York Jets defense. I think we've talked about this so many times. Like We're just like, if you got a player going up against the Jets defense, go ahead and start him. Almost guaranteed to get a lot of points. Yeah, and here's the thing. I mean, four of his last six games, he's eclipsed over 10 fantasy points. Um, in three of those six games, he's scored a touchdown. And in three of those six games, he's had over five catches. You know, he's getting decent amount of targets. Now, he obviously drew up a zero against Cleveland. He drew up almost nothing against Denver. On the year, he's got, he's, he's 50%. He's five and five. But it actually seems like Derek Carr likes this guy. I mean, over the past two weeks, he's had 15 targets. And we say volume is everything when you're playing fantasy football, especially if you're sitting here and you've got DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. They're on by. You got Mike Evans. You don't know what to do. You don't have a receiver. This is the perfect guy to pick up because I guarantee he's available in your league. And he has an opportunity here to get about eight, nine targets, which could result in about five catches, 60 yards, and maybe a touchdown. And it's the Jets. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels like we're kind of beating a dead horse, broken record to say it's the Jets every time, but it, it really is. Um, there's really nothing else to say about that. Uh, Nelson Aguilar really is the epitome of a boomer bust player. Uh, and you mentioned he got blanked a couple of games, but his fantasy points per game is still sitting at just over 10. So that just kind of tells you, even though he's gotten zero points in some games, he's gotten enough to kind of pull that average up. So I would look for him to get good production this game. All right. And our last sleep, our last player we're going to talk about is Miami Dolphins tight end, Mike Gusecki. Now, Mike Gusecki is a guy that I think it doesn't matter who's at quarterback. He's going to flourish. He's going to do well. Talk about Gusecki, my man. Yeah, I like Gusecki just because he, first of all, the Bengals have allowed the most fantasy points to opposing tight ends this year. Um, so, I mean, whoever, whichever team is playing against him, you're going to want to start the tight end. But he seems to have good chemistry with Ryan Fitzpatrick. And last week, had, he only had two catches last week, but he had a touchdown. Yeah, he seems to be kind of a, a, a target that they like to look at going into the red zone. He's got three touchdowns on the year. I think I would look for him to kind of boost those numbers against the Bengals. Yeah, I think, and here's the thing. When, when you're looking at this, a lot of people might look at his, you know, he's had five consecutive games under 50 receiving yards. But we don't, we don't really worry about that because eventually, like last week, a touchdown is going to come out of this. He's, get, he's, at, he's gotten five targets the past three games each game. When you're getting high volumes, more likely than not, especially in the red zone, you're going to get a touchdown. If you can get a touchdown, you're going to produce big fantasy points. There's a reason why he's a sleeper here. Maybe you got Rob Gronkowski, okay, and you need somebody. This is a guy that I think you can flex in here, put him in your tight end spot against the Cincinnati team that is banged up. They're not very good, and Miami's still trying to make that playoff push. And when you're in the red zone, you're not going to hand the ball from six yards out to Gaskin. Like You're going to give it to your reliable target, and I think Mike Gusecki is going to flourish in the red zone this week. And that is going to do it for us here on Second and Short. Thank you guys for joining us here for our Studs, Duds, and Sleepers Week 13 edition of Fantasy Fridays. I am, of course, Aaron Beck, 
Tyler, ooh, ooh, what am I doing? This is identity theft. We're just trading, trading here. <laughs> I am Tyler Lauder. Wish it could be Aaron Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tyler Lauder. He's Aaron Ben. Click that subscribe button down below to stay up to date on everything that is second and short. Click the like button as well. As it is, that thumbs up is the cheapest way to support our podcast. Uh, and then on top of that, leave a comment down below on who you guys think will be a stud dutter sleeper for week 13. And also check us out on social media at. We're on Facebook where we update every single episode that comes out. Same as on Twitter, where we also come out with fan polls, try to get you guys involved. And on Instagram, where we got this kind of pick em thing going on every, every Sunday, Saturday before the games start. And just come in and see who you think's going to win, who who everyone else thinks is going to win the games that weekend and uh send us a uh send us a DM whenever you want, whatever platform, whatever time of day. Thank you guys for listening and good luck in your fantasy week. May you make the playoffs. <laughs>